0: What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel Twenty Three podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch a fleet, to engage and inform everyone of all things JFW. Welcome back, brother Jim, brother Dave, and the super one, Super Dave.
1: Morning, Jam. Morning, everybody.
2: Hey, what's happening? Everyone? Top of the day, your way, JFW family.
0: Man, I'm so pumped. Heidi Ganal is the governor. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed. I've killed. Uh, a cow, a bull, and a buck.
1: On your first uh, day.
0: Yep, yeah, I've been hunting for five days. I took a helicopter into Denver just to get back here to record this <laughs> podcast.
3: Super <laughs> Davis, <Super laughs> he, lost,
1: was, he right? was buying it all. <laughs> did,
0: no, no, it's like you're. <laughs> No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just predicting the future. Exactly. <laughs> so today is actually Monday, November 7th, so, yeah. the day but, before the election. So, does, does that predict-
2: mean I could say I won $1.9 billion? Yeah, you <laughs> can. Yes, you can, you can Dave. right?
4: Yeah. Super yeah. Dave's won the predicting Powerball jackpot. Well, actually, you need to leave, Dave, because if you won, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't be here. here. <laughs> I bet he would be. Jam needs to make the announcement. Well, yeah. Super Dave's
1: no longer with us. He won
4: $1.9 billion. <laughs>
1: right, so. Bill- uh, To unconfuse everybody. Everybody's going to hear this the 16th. Right. Right? But we're recording it the 7th. 7th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's jacked up.
0: Yep. So the election has not happened yet. I have not been hunting yet. Super Dave is still upper middle class.
1: (laughs) 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 But he's thinking hard on that 1.9. Could you imagine going
4: from upper middle class to a billionaire overnight? Yep overnight no
1: i couldn't imagine it it would right. ruin your life it does what? it ruins everybody's life. Yeah, and, doesn't and it? this weekend's, and i'm sure i'm off on the figures but somebody said you know if you win it all and take it it's only 700 million is yeah. that it <laughs> uh i read what this morning it's going to be nine something so nine hundred. Yes. Yeah, so, so. so if you win it and you take it you're only at 900 million yeah okay. i'd yeah. still have to keep working that's not enough <laughs> yeah, it's we love working yeah right. it was on uh i don't know
2: fox 31 news today what would you do with it and they said, well, the median price of an average home in Denver is 525000 or whatever. You could buy 1,615 homes.
0: <laughs> oh, what would I do? Wow. Yeah, there would be a lot of guns involved. <laughs> I'd have a property I could walk out, piss off my back porch, and shoot a gun two miles. <laughs> yeah. in,
1: in where? Where? Colorado. You'd stay here in Colorado?
0: I love Colorado. Yeah? Yep. Yep. What
1: about you, Dave? You leaving if you win?
4: Man, you know you take JFW out of the picture, and I guess it depends how the vote went. You <laughs> right. wouldn't we know what to do, cause it, right? Because this isn't the Colorado oh, I grew God. up in. It's been our lives. So no, we have, have enough
0: to money to run for governor.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: well, the, the op- I don't mind giving money away, but that's kind <laughs> of stupid. <laughs>
0: I think you can beat them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah yeah. the options that that next morning let's say is just whatever right whatever i mean yeah moved any state moved any country do whatever you buy yeah it, i mean it's pretty well open rewrite I mean, it
0: you would have houses in all the states you love
1: yeah right you yeah. Know? yeah yeah
2: be, I, I always joked i'd have a a mountain house a beach
4: house and a, a penthouse a
2: penthouse
1: right yes. <laughs> no
4: <laughs> that'd be no joke anymore dave yep yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's not. It's not idea. It's not Holly's idea on the, uh, like if we won the lotto. But her dream or whatever we've talked about different stuff is to do the uh, homes. What do you call the homes that you go rent? Uh, uh, VRBOs. Yeah, VRBOs, that you could. With this kind of money, you could buy one in each state and each time somebody wasn't staying there, you could go stay right. at your own home yeah. and still have an income right off the house while you were gone. Yeah. Well, I think that nine million it'd make you enough know. in interest. Yeah, you yeah. might not
4: have yeah. you probably have that a little bit be, of a tax problem. Yeah, pretty serious yeah. interest there. Yeah. I don't think it'd be a problem. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't need another income stream.
0: So we're all on for the morning. See you all tomorrow at five AM. Yeah. Uh,
4: Well, somebody needed to have gotten the pot together and played, so one of us would have won. Right, and we all wouldn't be here for the podcast.
0: Yep, I would still do the podcast. I come in once a week just to do the podcast. Yeah, Yeah.
4: you know what would be crazy, but uh, because I mean, really, right? So you pay the taxes on this, you got nine hundred million cash. Do you think there's a big difference between 900 million and 750 million cash? No. I mean, do you think there's a big difference? In well, that? there's a 15 million. Yeah, million. you imagine <laughs> what what the paper would write if like if like I won the lotto and I gave a million dollars to every employee here. Man. Would that Think about that.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought when you said we all needed a pot together. That's a pot that we could split here and and all be well, right? You know, how, right? I guess that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That would be a problem for Monday, though. Nobody would show back up.
4: I mean, except- would it really be a problem, <laughs> except for the customers? <laughs> does it matter for right. the legacy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Anytime there's a pool, Jim and I jump in because it's like oh, we can't be the only ones who didn't. Win. <laughs> yeah, you said right. that the other day. Right. It made me uh, laugh. Yeah, yeah um, i like, Oh man, yeah. If there's a
0: pool, Jim and I are in. <laughs> man, what so, are what are
1: Sorry, yeah,
0: go ahead. No, I was changing gears, so you might want to...
1: Oh, okay. yeah. so how how much is a lotto ticket now? It's not still a buck? No, Dave just one won. Nine, is, it, is it a buck? Um, Yeah, I think we, back.
2: You, you spend one buck on the ticket, one buck to get the power play. Two dollars. Yeah, I think it's two bucks.
4: Yeah. Okay, so so you were all in for, would you win 12 bucks? So you bought six six more
2: tickets? Uh, we spent 18 bucks. I think we got you know nine tickets. Nice. Yep, we won 12
0: hey so you lost six lost six bucks yes right. <laughs> except right.
2: for this week jam we got new tickets we're winning it all yeah. <laughs> just
0: so you know dave ramsey the christian finance guy i like talking about he says playing lotto is a tax for the poor <laughs>
2: i
1: have heard that yep. many yeah. times yep. yeah because right?
0: if you look in rich neighborhoods they it's don't have a it. subscription
1: for winners yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go
1: man
0: which people don't play the lotto They don't. You know, you won't go to a 7-Eleven or a convenience store in a rich neighborhood that's just like heavy on the lotto advertisement because they're not going to play. Right. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that's the reason I was asking the price, though, for for if so, if we currently have 150 employees. So for 300 bucks, we could just go to the lotto store and everybody would be in the lotto Mm -hmm. for next week. Yeah. Well, this week for next week. Yeah. Oh my God! Don't start then we know then we know the winner next week,
0: right? <laughs> I'm confused
1: when this airs.
0: But what a great country we live in, where we could play the Powerball and have an opportunity to run win billions of dollars. Yep. So makes me want to say the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Did we do our disclaimer? Not yet. That's after. Did you look at the outline? I didn't. It's right that. underneath the okay. pledge.
4: <laughs> this is only my 55th <laughs> episode. <laughs>
2: You know, I have to correct myself, Jim. I think it's three bucks because I think you have to pay two bucks for the ticket and then another buck for the power powerball. powerball. What a okay. yeah. That's
0: a ripoff. That's a ripoff. Power play. <laughs> oh my word!
2: I didn't buy them. Jackie did. So <laughs> gotcha. I just gave her the twenty bucks here.
0: <laughs> I pledge <pleasure laughs> allegiance to the flag of the United
2: States of America, of States of America and, and to, to the republic, republic for which, which it stands, stands, one nation under God. God. Indivisible with, with liberty and justice for all.
0: As a reminder, brother Dave, <laughs> anything you say on this podcast cannot be <laughs> held against you because it's not JFW's opinion; it's just your opinion and there our opinion. So,
1: does that get us out of being sued? Did we talk about that? Does no. that really stop? Nothing someone? really gets stop? you out of yeah. being what sued. What would they sue yeah. us for? <laughs> Talking about trucks. Heidi Gunnell, I don't know, we mentioned your name, I don't know, Kick It, yeah. Oh, without permission, you're right.
0: She won't sue us, she loves us. Pick something. (laughs) Yeah. Episode 54 had 1,500 downloads. Just kidding, we have no (laughs) (laughs) stats. You
1: you drug me in on that one. Yeah, that was good. We
0: have no stats on episode 54, because it has not aired yet. But I do want to talk about our followers. So, when I go to our Podbean account, I could dial in and pull up some weird things. Anyway, I start looking at our followers, and it's like, who are these people? And maybe you guys know some of them. Does anybody know who Buck and Filthy is? He follows us. There's a picture of his wrecker. I'm assuming he uh, he's a tow truck operator, a okay. wrecker operator, right? Okay. Where at? Don't know. anybody know Jim Cruz? Jim Cruz. T- Tom's brother. Okay. <laughs> cool <laughs>
3: oh,
0: my God. So, that was so bad that was good but it's still it would be um uh, what's that one actor uh terry Tom Cruise? Cruise. it would be terry cruz's brother <laughs> oh, <okay.
4: laughs> terry different. i raised the bar yep
0: james G- james gutier i know him because he's a friend of mine but he's also a friend of lauren's so he likes lauren more than he likes me because he's never been a follower until she's advertised oh uh, yeah, hmm. so. what's up james Paul's Detail Crew we have mentioned last week. There's just all these random people that listen to our podcast, and I love it, so thank you. Pete Alvarado, whoever you are. Jennifer Brennerman, Brennerman, whoever that is. Anyway, if you guys would, just email me at jam at jfwtrucking.com. I would love to know who you are and why you listen and maybe talk about you on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That'd and I, awesome. I guess the, the curiosity, too, about that jam is – you know, we have an average of 150 employees here, 140 to 150, and if all their spouses just happen to li- listen, so you're at 300. And you know, what was the number for for uh, Lawrence? Six ninety two, Jim.
0: Six forty seven.
1: Six forty seven. So, who's the, who's the other 300 people? That's the right. curiosity. We just, we just, you know, do you find the podcast? good obviously you're listening so you like the podcast so i right. guess it's good or what can we do to improve you know just yep. just send jam an email we'd love to hear from you
0: yep i just looked episode 52 with lauren's at 650 episode 53 last week with dennis is at 470 so
1: wow good nice two yeah. good ones yeah. yeah yeah especially for uh is being so new yeah right yeah, yeah it's it good even been a week
0: But good guess. Well, wait a minute.
4: Technically, these numbers for two weeks from now, add two, subtract five, divide by seven.
0: See what it's trying to multiply by by five. I know where we're at. It's time for the Dad Dad Joke joke Challenge. challenge. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who wants to go first?
4: I nominate Super Dave. He was just over there cracking himself (laughs) Uh up a little while ago.
0: Get after it, buddy.
2: So everybody's trying to go green, right? That's that's what the world needs to do I'm so not. we don't burn this place down. I bought a wooden car last week. Wooden engine, wooden doors, wooden wheels, wooden seats. Put a wooden key in the wooden wooden ignition, and it <laughs> wouldn't <wooden> start. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I heard that one earlier today. <laughs> I told you he was cracking for so up. <laughs> oh. Still oh, good man.
1: delivery, Dave. That was awesome, man. Uh, well, I brought, I brought three of them. Oh, man. Oh, jeez! <laughs> so I know you guys will know this one. Did you hear about the joke about the roof? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. never mind. It's over you guys' head. Oh,
0: <laughs> dang it.
1: <laughs> how, how about the one, uh, the inventor of knock-knock jokes? Do you know what award he won? Nope. The, no the Nobel, Nobel Prize. Prize. Ah. <laughs> that, was the, that was what I heard. Your yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, it's it's getting tough it's, to find. Sounds easy. like you are on the same joke. Is, page. It, is, right? yeah. it really <laughs> is. All right. So the last one here. Speaking of another, you know, another award. <clears throat> Do you know what was the most groundbreaking invention?
0: Nope. <laughs> no.
1: What? The jackhammer. A shovel. <laughs> ah, okay, <laughs> those are good dad jokes.
4: Oh. Oh. Well, yeah. I know for any of you guys that and gals that follow college football, obviously CU's having they're having a rough couple <laughs> couple years or decade here. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a record. <laughs> yeah, get going. right, right. So, <clears throat> a man walks into a bar in Boulder, Colorado, asks the bartender if he wants to hear a joke about <laughs> how stupid the Colorado football team is. The bartender tells the man that he wouldn't mind hearing the joke, but I need to point out a couple people to you that are in the bar. The bartender points to a huge man seated at the other end of the bar and explains this guy was an all-American offensive lineman for Colorado last season. The bartender then points out another huge guy seated at the table near the bar and explains he was a Colorado linebacker a couple of years ago. Then the bartender tells the man that he himself was a quarterback for Colorado several years ago and that he had a baseball bat behind the bar. The bartender then asked the man if he still wanted to tell his joke, and the man replied, Heck no, I don't want to have to explain it three times. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's
0: oh, funny.
1: Not yeah, there's a, there's a good blonde one I like where the, blonde walks, or the guy walks into the bar to tell a, about a blonde joke. And uh, the bartender kind of does the same thing to him and goes like, Hey, you see that blonde right there? You know, she's so and so, and this blonde over here, that's an MMA fighter, and this blonde over here, blah, blah, blah. And he says, Do you still want to tell the joke? He's <laughs> like, Yeah, it just makes it so I don't have to tell it, what, three times?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I think you guys probably heard this one before, but you know the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts? Oh,
4: man, I have heard this one before. I have not.
0: You get beer nuts for about two bucks, and then deer nuts you find under a buck.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, here's my actual hunting joke. <laughs> a big game hunter went on safari with his wife and mother-in-law. One evening, while still, still deep in the jungle, the missus awoke to find her mother gone. Rushing to her husband, she insisted on they both try to find her mother. The hunter picked up his rifle, took a swig of whiskey, and started to look for her. In a clearing not far from camp, they came upon a hill. They came upon a hilling site, whatever that means. The mother-in-law was backed up against a thick, impenetrable brush, and a large male lion stood facing her. The wife cried, what are we going to do? Nothing, said the husband. The lion got himself into this mess. We'll let him get himself <laughs> out <of it. laughs> Uh, <laughs> you love the mother-in-law jokes. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, that's crazy. Funny. That is crazy. New employees? Super Dave, do we have a crystal ball? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... Or do you have any in the pipeline? I do.
2: Yeah, a guy by the name of Bradley Williams is starting on the 28th.
1: Oh. Okay. Wow. Yeah, right. Right. So yeah, that's nice. perfect. This yeah. is, comes out the that 16th. 16th crystal. Right? So, right? right? Uh, what was I it, Bradley? Bradley still, Williams. Yeah, still, Brad. Goes by Brad. Still, welcome, welcome aboard, Brad. I think we'll still be a
0: week early. And but, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, but,
2: he listens to our podcast, too, because he's nice. an over-the-road guy. Sweet. And he kind of was stalking us, I guess, on social media and Whoa. found that we have a podcast. That's creepy. And he's been listening to it for... Couple of months. Oh, wow! Very
0: cool. Oh, yeah, we are worldwide thanks to Scooby. <laughs> world tab. I thought that was world tab. <laughs> world tab. <laughs> uh, celebrations, anniversaries. This is a big one. Amber Corollas one year on November fifteenth.
4: Wow! Leader of fun. Leader of fun. That is L-O-F. awesome. Congratulations, Amber. Thank you for being here.
0: Yep. Francis.
1: Congratulations, Amber.
0: Yep. Francisco Alvarez actually hits his one year the same day. Wow. Twins. That's interesting because last (laughs) year I remember coming back from hunting and I didn't know either one of those people. Wow. Because you hired him while I was gone. Isn't that weird how that works, Jim? Congratulations,
4: Francisco. Yeah.
0: Sergio Portillo, you guys know he left and came back. Guess how many years he'll be here on the 19th?
4: One year? (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah, but that's still no way. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sergio's an old family member. Been <laughs> no, but that he's time. already been back a year, and Amber's been here. Oh, yeah. Year and, yeah, crazy, uh, just, huh? Ah,
0: it seems like Sergio's been here like five years, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah, Amber, I mean, it seems like she just got here. So, yeah. yeah. Birthday, you, oh. You, no, oh. you
4: know what's cool about Sergio is it doesn't feel like he ever left. Right. No, that yeah. was,
0: that's but he was gone in, I think, a year.
4: Yeah, he was definitely gone a minute. I'd say pretty close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <clears throat> birthdays holly white november 17th it's a good reminder jim yeah yeah you're welcome you're welcome jim and you're welcome holly perfect <laughs> i can't imagine you would ever forget your wife's birthday i don't yeah that's it's probably, probably never I, happened because
1: because I, I i did that one time jim
0: oh you I did honestly did oh, that man. one time <laughs> must have been a busy week
1: i it was uh it was when Allie was being born and uh we were in the hospital and and i kind of goofed around at the house a little too long and holly has babies pretty quickly and we got (laughs) to the hospital and and the nurse was trying to ask her and holly was screaming a little bit and nurse asked when her birthday was and I said I don't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> not that I wasn't a little nervous right. and uh, then Holly proceeded to scream don't you know anything <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> and so from then on I, I pretty well memorized it <laughs> <laughs> don't you know anything <laughs> yeah, don't you know that.
0: anything I love that uh, yeah it was
1: it was all good
0: couple more birthdays we got John DeNava and Miguel Castro home share a birthday on November 19th
1: Ooh! happy, happy birthday yeah, happy man. birthday you
0: guys oh yeah and then family birthday celebrations, November 16th, Daisy Gamage. And then Chris is turning four years old on 11-19. Chris is JR's, I'm going to call him his stepson. Yeah, oh, so. very cool. Yeah. yeah. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Daisy. everybody and, yep. Yeah. You guys you guys seen Chris around the yard? He's a, he's <laughs> he's a cool kid. He's a, he's, a, he's a character, man. We actually went to dinner one day and... All of a sudden, he started screaming, yeah, baby. (laughs) 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 So funny. Jim, you had a couple shout-outs?
1: Yeah. um, Wanted to mention, uh, because we've seen him, what, last week, and so we're this week, and so, like, next week when this comes out. Anyway, uh, Dustin Romero um, was in and uh, was doing really good with his foot, still in a cast Still has his little scooter and stuff, but everything's going really well with his foot. Um, so he was he was upbeat, had had you know was in good spirits and all that kind of stuff. Can't wait to have him back. Missed him having him around. Huh. Did,
4: did he bring in a pumpkin? That was for the pumpkin carving contest, huh. right?
1: Uh no, but he was able to stay for lunch. Nice. He had had some pizza and then uh, Super Dave. Just please correct me. I know Don Keller was scheduled to come back today. And, today Mm -hmm. and then uh the reason i'm having the you know just wanted to do the shout out is he had kind of a setback right Mm backs back back still hurting him so yeah just wanted to mention him uh just wish him the best wish yeah whatever he's got going you know yeah
2: Yeah. you know he um shot a text out to pat um over the weekend saying hey could we get together sometime and you could line me out on yard 23 because i expect to be back in the saddle really soon so Maybe he saw his doctor and he did something else. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Jam mentioned to me this morning, and and he, Jam thought, or I thought, we'd have to look it up. That he's never been to twenty three yet. Has he? No. Been, has he been out that long? Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, good for him for wanting to be that prepared too. Because yeah, to there he'll you. Be like, where's my spot? Where's the fuel? Cool. Yeah we <laughs> cool. we we talked about it in last week's. Uh,
1: podcast about your processes being ready yeah
0: so, yeah yeah he's a good guy
1: yeah oh, i think we're all a little giddy on this second one man <laughs> a second podcast
4: uh, in the same day it's
0: yeah like, oh. i mean i moved from my coffee to an energy drink so <laughs> yeah, right. things are happening
1: uh, yeah and my my last shout out i'm just kind of being uh personal on this is uh uh to danielle my daughter she's been going through some things and we got some good news back. So she's just got a, a lot of strength. Yeah. And uh, I've seen her strength in the last couple of weeks. And that's that's my shout-out to her. So I'm just awesome. being a little selfish because I, I got the time and the podcast.
0: You got the mic. So, yeah, Absolutely. I got the
1: mic. Right? Mm-hmm. Control. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's funny, Jim. And obviously, you know your daughter a lot better than I do. But when I learned what was going on, I actually thought, like, she seems really tough. You know, she seems strong. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah, well, I appreciate yeah. that, Jim. Yeah. yeah, I was. It was just. It was a long week. You know, good stuff. Probably got a little more scared than what I needed to be, but.
0: Yeah, yeah you seem fine.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> 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 As in fine. Last week sucked.
0: <laughs> uh, good news for your family, though. So. Yeah, thank you. It's thank good you. to be able to joke and laugh a little bit.
1: It is. It yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely.
0: absolutely. So. Well, speaking of laughing and having a good time, let's give out some money.
1: Sounds good. So, do I need to try to explain that a little bit, Jam? So, the one that we just did for this Wednesday, which will be the ninth, right? We had <laughs> not when I <they> hear it. <laughs> so nobody Man. came forward to claim their hundred uh, bucks yet, right? Yeah, I would just we don't read know. winners. <laughs> I would right. just read. Yeah, winners but we're only gonna just... re- we're
0: going to only re- read two winners. Yeah, so. Yeah, allow me if I may. Right? We're going to read two Please winners. Do. We're going to read two winners. The reason we're reading two winners is because we don't know if there's any unclaimed money from the week before because we are ahead of schedule here. Perfect. So, anybody left over from episode 54 or episode 55 will roll their money over into episode 56.
1: So, we could be looking to $600 winner giveaway Ooh, be possibly. Great. Right? I'm telling you. you never know.
0: I know we love sharing the wealth but I say if it gets over 500 bucks we have one winner for a week let's change somebody's life for the holiday <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like nope not doing that <laughs> it's, the, it's the same
1: money we're gonna give it out yeah it it doesn't matter Jam right. right
0: yeah well yeah I mean to me like I mean, I mean everybody's different but if you guys came to me and you're like hey you won $100 I'd be like that's awesome. I go home and I give the hundred dollars to my wife. Right? If you guys tell me I won six hundred dollars?
4: <laughs> You'd go home and give a hundred dollars to your wife. <laughs> you are <laughs> on a
2: roll,
1: Jim. <laughs> I'm just head right to the gun store. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. So whenever this winner is for, because now I, I'm confused. Our first number is. Zero seven four nine, zero seven four nine. That's a good number. It is a good number. I think I know who that is.
2: Me. I win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I
4: I think we should take votes on the the give it all. Yeah. If it's over five hundred bucks, if we or, get a pot built up. Yeah.
0: So are we going to let the fleet? Or are we going to vote at the steering committee later? Or who's voting?
4: I think it should be everyone. I mean, there everyone's the chance. To win yeah okay. it takes right. away from three other people yeah. into I just one don't know the, what fashion to send that out in to get the responses back maybe, like your phone's gonna be blowing up our phone's gonna be blowing up
0: I mean I have a perfect way and I don't need to delegate work for her to do but maybe amber could do a survey right she could do a survey on uh, what is it monkey Mon- or monkey business or survey whatever. monkey yeah survey, survey monkey, monkey. Uh, yeah okay yeah let's try that all right awesome all right moving on and I brought this up last week but we have more drivers going out of town. So as a reminder, make sure you know your ELD rules. And make sure your book is in order. And what book are we talking about? Your truck book that has your registration cab card, your insurance, your heavy permit, the accident reports, and all the other great things we mentioned last week.
1: Yeah, and it, and also, and you're right, we did mention it last week. The It's not necessarily whether you're going out of town or not. It is for the ELD, but your book deal... That needs to be in order no matter where. If you're going 10 miles, five, right. one mile, you yep. just never know.
0: Yeah, just imagine yourself getting pulled over and you don't know where anything is at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's... Let's be on top of that. That's not good. <laughs> that happened to me once.
2: <laughs> I was driving my wife's car and I got pulled over by an eerie cop. And uh, he's like, license and registration. And, I, and her glove box was just full of all this crap. I couldn't find it. I was looking and looking and looking and I was starting to get really nervous. And then I found one and it was like three years old. <laughs> and I, I said, man, this is all I can find. And he looks at it. And he's like, you're fine. Get out of here. Yeah. But I was starting to freak out that I didn't have it.
0: Yeah, what's cool is now you can show digital copies of your license right? in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. I need to upload my insurance card to my phone somewhere. I mean, we got all that stuff in the cars. I make sure that that stuff's up to date one thing i notice is a lot of people take their registration or their insurance and they have the one that has their address on it in their car good way to get your house stolen right or the things in your house stolen broken into broken into because chances are they have a garage door opener now chances are now they have your address chances are they just drive to your house when you're not home so Make sure you put the copy in your personal vehicles that don't have your address on it. Just a piece of friendly advice.
1: Yeah, and that's something it, it's so bad or must be happening a lot. The state went to doing that, Jim, didn't they? Took the address off one of them, so you have off, a blank. Of, yeah, off yeah. of one of them. Yeah, yes, off not one of them, yeah. Just not off both. both. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. and so. that copy is for your vehicle.
0: Right. Yeah. Keep the other copy for your taxes. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Prior to
4: elections, that's where I would jump in there and say. <clears throat> the reason they did that is because car thefts were the highest here in the state of Colorado because uh, of our fentanyl problems. Huh. Yeah. But,
1: <laughs> but please vote. But Heidi? now we can ask Heidi to take care of it.
0: Yeah. She's been in office a week and a half to drug use and unemployment and all that stuff is fixed. And right. Ready to go. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: O'Day's taking care of things at the U S uh, yeah.
4: Senate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah we reduced have that.
4: the deficit by $80 trillion already. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we have uh, another Joe and Steve, right? That's his first name? Not Steve. Sean, uh, yeah, Sean Forrest. Yeah, Sean Forrest and, uh, and Joe uh, up at uh, Elmwood's County. Yeah, Joe DeMinnico, yeah. Yeah,
0: Man. absolutely. And Super Dave's stinking rich. I'm doing it. And you're just stinking rich. And stinking you're sitting rich. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> in elk That's heaven. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. Or hog heaven, I think, a food-wise, right? Elk heaven. Elk heaven would be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: getting, getting anxious. guys hear anything about the CMEX job? How's that going?
1: You know, we brought that up last week about the red light there in Boulder. I just want to go over that, that that, we got to run this job for a year or a year and a half or something like that, and we can't talk about being cool on your stool enough up through that area. You know, the bicyclists alongside the road, if you're, you know, on on, uh, 36 there, you know, when you're pulling out of the plant there on, is that 66, right? Yes. You know, to to make the left, to go back, or actually it's a right – to go back the other way um well no when you're leaving cmex to go back to arcosa it's a left onto sixty 66 six, yeah yeah um but yeah just that whole area it's it's you know every place in colorado is high profile you guys i guess i shouldn't try to circle that area out and, and you guys do a fantastic job all the time on how we get through the traffic and the accidents and the stuff you see so yeah just just let's keep watching it up there we need to Great.
4: Well, that's our job to talk about that stuff that, you know, the, any place we've had an issue or something new or, you know, something we're starting out on, or, you know, even something we've been dealing with that we've been running there forever.
1: Yeah. yeah so the, like the construction over at Franklin, you right. know, Linda tried to keep us up on, yeah. on, uh, on what was going on over there and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. you know, we'll be heading into the, uh, I think it's part of the safety topic here, but the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up and, oh, yeah. and Christmas and all that stuff and, you know, people traveling and, you know, I've always, a couple years ago, I can't remember exactly when, but that one couple that was here visiting on their holiday and I think, what, in Glenwood Canyon, Dave, do you happen to remember where the boulder fell on the mm. family that was, yeah, but they yeah. were out of state, they were yeah. just visiting or something. And, you know, just that, I mean, that that's not an accident, that's a, that That's is when numbers up tragedy, yeah, yeah, yeah Fruit, tragedy, yeah, freak accident, <clears throat> you know, all that kind of people, all that that kind of stuff happens when people are, are visiting from out of state because I want I want them to think great things about our state. I want oh, yeah. them to think great things. That about always
2: our, bums me out. <clears throat> I remember when the two teachers were killed on uh, Pena Boulevard. They were here in town for a teacher conference. That, that was that? I remember that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, oh, somebody yeah. killed them. Yeah, or
4: well, you hear about I the? I don't remember that, Dave. What? In was the, wasn't it the snowstorm? I think storm? it was a snowstorm. Yeah, yeah,
1: rear-ended or something. Yeah, there? really? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the sports teams, the high school sports teams traveling. Oh, that yeah. Are Those are always yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, gosh, when you put a whole team on a bus or
0: a plane, uh, yeah. or
4: Any of that, you know. Yeah, yep.
0: rolling back to uh, the CMAX job. Do yourself a favor, guys, and make sure your low gauges are calibrated. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because you're not weighing until you get to CMAX and. You're going through Boulder, and, yeah, you should just make sure your your low gauges are on point. Make sure your weights are good, your axles are good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I know this is, you know, coming out a week later, too, but we um, removed all the stickers and stuff Tuesday night last week. You know, so hopefully <laughs> wow, all is of so them, <laughs> right?
4: S- supposedly, we'll allegedly, see. yeah. So I i guess that's what allegedly.
1: I wanted to bring up. If the sticker's not off, it needs to be taken off. Yeah, you yeah. could, right? Yeah. yeah, and get and get cleaned up and stuff. So hopefully, hopefully that all goes well Tuesday night.
0: They should come off pretty easy because they weren't on there very long. I don't know how thick were they. Pretty thick. Was it 3M like vinyl or? Uh,
4: they all seemed like they were pretty high-quality stickers
0: to yeah, me. Yeah, they should okay. come off pretty yeah. easy then. Just throw a little heat on it and... Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mike wants to, I mean, or is going to start pulling, which would be tomorrow, but, you know, when this comes out next week... Yeah, that was a, a week and a half ago. Yeah, have a sticker <laughs> party. and oh, Or nice. he, w- he will have had a sticker party huh. and stood at the fuel pumps and went to pulling stickers. Nice. I mean, in
4: theory, that's 140 stickers we need to pull off. Right. That's going to be a big
1: tape ball. Yep, Or we did pull off, Dave, right? Right. We need to. We did. They're gone. We pulled it off. Wow. So confusing. (laughs) I know why you should never go back
4: to the future. Right. (laughs) Because it changes the past. (laughs) Or wait a minute. Does the past change the future? If you
2: kill him, then him won't ever get born. That's right. And we'll have never been there. I know. Yeah.
0: The Channel 23 podcast wouldn't have been born.
4: Oh man! <laughs> What's that show with? uh Who's the guy that plays John Wick? But it was about... Oh yeah, you know who? Matrix. Yeah. The oh, Matrix. Matrix. Like, <laughs> yeah, one the Matrix. Yeah. Drop in my
2: favorite ones.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <coughs> Moving on, talking <laughs> about. About <laughs> right this time now. Oh no <laughs> way! You got to leave it. Uh, this is good stuff, man. Oh yeah. All right, talking about pre-trips. When you pre-trip a truck, again, if you're slip seating, this is super important, but everybody, before you leave the yard every day, you should make sure your trailer comes off the saddle, your top works, and your trailer lights are functioning, especially if you're hooking up to a new trailer or any of those things. Those are all easy things to fix while you're here, but when you get up to get loaded and you're having a top problem or you're going to dump and your trailer's not lifting off the saddle, those are all things we could have known about earlier, so make sure you include that in your pre-trip
1: yeah and the rest of the the pre-trip notes here Jim. like you're saying i um, saying but the uh, check in the trailer at the end of the day um you know if it wasn't done or not checked at the end of the day and that is your n- new trailer or you're pulling it for a day jump up there then boy this time of year and the yep. in the weather this is where we'll get burned bad yep. you know we've got to check that stuff out
0: yep. yeah so JR brought this up, you know, and he said with the colder weather, make sure you sweep out at the end of the day, even if you're hardwired. So if I'm hardwired on fry rock to plant two soup, why would I want to sweep that out at the end of the day? Because
2: you never know what's not feeling good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't know. You might not be here tomorrow and somebody (laughs) else is going to drive your truck. But honestly, you never know what's going to change on those cold winter days Mm -hmm. just because you're hardwired doesn't necessarily mean that that plant is going to order the right amount of trucks the right material whatever be a boy scout prepare yourself for the next day so sweep out clean out and be ready for whatever mother nature throws at you the next day right yeah Yeah, and one of
1: those instances last week we just had somebody complain about not being on their hardwire and the pit wasn't even open, right? Right, you know, and you're just like, just, oh my god, the pit's yeah. not even open.
2: Yeah, and you know, like the West plant seems to close a lot, yep. yeah. so they close, and guess what? You're yeah. not going on your hardwire, right?
0: Yeah, to me, you know, if you got questions about why you're not on your hardwire, you could go on your hardwire.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> go run it. Yeah, have have fun. Yeah, yeah. and it, again, why? Yeah, why not? Why am I not on my hardwire? And your hardwire
0: doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Tough, tough game to play. Yeah.
4: Uh, awkward silence.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking,
0: like, what's my hardwire? Well, like,
2: I have a funny story, and what? I might have told it already because I tell the same stories over and over, according to my kids. <laughs> but uh, I didn't sweep out one time. And it was in the spring, so it was beautiful daytime weather, but really cold overnight weather. And I three-quarter river rock, which is really wet. And first thing the next morning, I got sent to Cherry Creek Country Club. Ooh. And I thought, great, it was 25 degrees. Beautiful day, though, but it was that three-quarter rock was frozen so bad in my trailer, I literally spent the better part of an hour trying to chip it out with my screwdriver and I'll tell you what, that was the last time that I didn't clean out before I was done at night. Yeah. There, the yeah. very last time.
1: Yep. Talked about it last week, your process, mm-hmm. how much How much yep. freedom did yeah. that give you, right, Dave? Right? Yeah,
2: I got the job done. I cleaned it out, but man, was it a pain in the neck. Yep. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, so much could happen. By the time you leave here thinking that I'm hauling rock again tomorrow to the time you come into dispatch, there's a lot that could change. Absolutely, you know, could be switched to sand so quickly, or yeah, I mean, yeah, just get it all out of your truck.
1: Yeah, and you you started to say, Jim, what is your hardwire? That was your thoughts. So I, <laughs> right. I I just kind of want to finish with that. And and JR has kind of taken over some of your stuff. But in the in that safety position spot for any one of those guys or any one of you, you know, like Mike Bortz's accident, you know, that happened at four o'clock. Should have maybe didn't been, been done with that whole process by six, right? You know, and on Mike the outside, would, right? Yeah on, the, yeah, on the outside, yeah, yeah. 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 outside, yeah, six o'clock. <clears throat> and it was what eight fifteen when Mike finally got to go home, or the he texted you and the cops that, came. Yeah, yeah. And, and but <laughs> you didn't come to us the next morning. And go, hey, that wasn't on my hardwire, <laughs> right? You know, right? None of that stuff's on our hardwire, yeah. You know, and I, I, I just. Man, that's just such a talk about poke the bear kind of stuff, you know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but maybe he should have said,
2: "Yes, somebody was really badly hurt." (laughs) (laughs) The cops would have been there like
1: that. Yeah. That other
2: driver has a gun. Gun. Hurry. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That person
4: fled the scene. (laughs) Fled the scene.
1: Oh, man. Wait till my closing argument. <laughs> uh,
4: well, at least you didn't say opening statements. What uh, was your final thoughts?
0: I'm just looking at the bar up there. It's gotta, <laughs> we, we should <laughs> start. it to <gotta> be <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: man. Any other discussion topics, guys?
1: Yeah, I mean, I when we, <clears> when <throat> we started the podcast, Jam, I just like. You know, between all of us, there's so much we can continue to just go over and go over in Like the one here about, you know, the uh, hooking up, make sure your lights are functioning, all that kind of stuff. Also, if it's, if it's not your trailer, your trading trailer, and the, and the uh, light plug pushes in a little weird or pushes out the back, write it up. Write some of this stuff up. When you're looking at stuff, if the if the cord's frayed or you think there's gonna be a problem, write it up. It's no big deal for the mechanics to at least look at it, maybe put some tape on it, maybe tighten a screw up. It just stops so much from happening later on, you know. We're we're talking about frozen material. Be so careful on these liners in the morning. I mean, the frost is whether you're clean or not, and you have to get in there that little layer of frost that is, man, is that some slick stuff. Yeah. It is, it is. Hold on to that side of that, that trailer with that one hand. Yeah. You know, yeah. Be, as, be as careful as you can. I uh, want to talk with the cold weathers. You know, uh, last Friday we had that uh, little tiff and the snowstorm and stuff, and I, I seen a lot of uh, idling messages on Samsura. You know that that made me feel good that because you you got to I- let it not idle for the warm up thing, but for your air, you know, mm. on the tractor, on the trailer, check some things out, make sure you don't have any leaks, make sure all the brakes release, yep. make sure your trailer's cleaned out, make sure the tailgate works, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. That's going to take a little more, few more minutes <clears throat> than it usually does, but but again on your on your procedures. Taking those few minutes are going to save you a long time. Because what if your, I don't know, tailgates froze or, or whatever, and you go to clear to, well, the tailgate won't stop you from loading in Fair Play, but someplace else. How long will it take yeah. you someplace else besides just checking your your stuff out here in the yard? right so. I know we touched upon you know cleaning
4: out the trailer at the end of the day, but we're also entering that time of year where it's going to be below freezing on that first round. Mm you know or maybe second depending on what you're running you know if it's a short haul and then it's going to warm up throughout the day to where you know maybe that first round and we we do try and split up the rock and the sand a little bit in the morning come winter time but there's going to be those days we need to deliver that sand you know kind of use use your knowledge a little bit and go hey I'm going back for sand it's going to be okay I know I have you know a couple wheelbarrows or a wheelbarrow stuck up there of sand I'm just gonna check it on my second round. It's, you know, 19 degrees right now, but it's gonna be a high of 42 today, you mm-hmm. know, and it's gonna warm up. So I bet that sand will come out on the next round. You still may need to get up there and knock that out. It's just frosted in there, right. you know, and it, it literally knocks out in clumps. It usually comes out in a few minutes if you just hop up there and do it. And It's kind of funny, Jim, cause I was talking, uh, Sam had a swim meet this weekend and I was talking to some neighbors that live there in Lexington, the development just south to us. and. Do you remember hauling the road base to Hammond Contractors to put in all the roads and the utility there? Mm-hmm, yep. The recycled concrete road base? Yeah. And it was a cold snap. It was one of those where it was stock show weather. It was below zero like all day long. Mm-hmm. And I mean, every load, we, it was before we had the liners in the trailers, we were running those steel Lufkins. And you would back up and dump and like literally five tons were stuck in the nose. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you had to get in there and knock that out just because there you couldn't go back and get another load on top of it, right? you know what I mean, and it it would not come out and I remember it being so bitter flipping cold, your chest hurt from breathing that cold of air to get in there and I was like, it was bittersweet because it's like, oh man, this is all we have to do. I was thankful we were working, but it was miserable conditions, you know what I mean right. it was I, I would guess in today's time, we probably wouldn't run no. No, I, no. I, I would guess, we, you know, they probably wouldn't be working and we probably wouldn't be working, is my guess. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, it's funny. I drive through that neighborhood or what, and those roads are perfect. They are perfect, man. Hammond did such an amazing no, it's job on that. Because JFW did such an amazing <laughs> job. Well, we just delivered it. A quality contractor <laughs> installed it. Wow. You know what I mean? So it was, I just always <laughs> think of that. It sounds so stupid, but, you know, those are those little little things when we talk about what we've built or where we've mm-hmm. been and that's just a little piece for me like mm-hmm. hey I, I I hauled some of that in there mm-hmm. you
1: know yeah. so yeah yeah back to your you know being able to use your judgment and maybe haul two sands or two rocks or you know in the first thing in the morning the thing about that Dave though you can't make that decision. Because it's probably really unoften that you do a, a sand rock sand rock you right. know something right. like that It's usually sand sand rock rock whatever but if your trailer wasn't clean the night before and you hauled rock you can't make that decision right you yeah. have to chip it out yes you know because you're going to end up when it does break loose it's going to come with the rocks going the sand's going to pull the rock mm-hmm. yeah and you're going to have a mess yeah, yeah. so right make on sure top. yeah right and, on top Dave.
4: And I tell you what, it is miserable chipping that stuff out in the morning. Yep. Yeah. When it's sixteen degrees, yeah. and that stuff's frozen there from the day before. Your hands. Yeah. Yeah. By the
0: way, little little life hack: if you do get a frozen load, one of the easier ways to to try to get it out first is to chip out the back of your trailer, probably about six feet, where the material is lo- losing that surface area to bond to. So now you have more weight holding on to less surface. A lot of times that'll break it free. I remember. Very true. Paco was brand new. It was his first winter, and he had a frozen load, and uh, he called me. I was like, "Hey, try this." And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Then what does six feet look like? And who was doing it? Did they really do it? Yeah, you know what I right. mean? And he called me back. He's like, "Hey, man, that worked." I'm like, "Right on, man." You know, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Yeah, I've got a question
2: from the audience okay. too. Great. Um, I think it was Leo. And uh, somebody else, maybe Jimmy, asked me, uh, "When are the new Pete's
4: coming in?" They have a scheduled build date of December twenty first, and we hope to see them first week first or two the January. year. Yeah,
2: well, I kind of told them that, but I was like, "You need to ask Brother Dave." I don't. Yeah, which, yeah, I keep which, up on that.
1: Well, yeah, they, but they keep getting pushed. They've been pushed back and pushed back, right, Dave? Because then we have a build date of like the third. Well, the Pete's haven't been pushed yet. I mean, they just couldn't get
4: us trucks. Yeah. <laughs> they just got canceled. So this, no, we didn't even this was a, the next date. date. Yeah, yeah this, we, we were supposed to have 10, and guess what? They allotted us five. So, yeah. No, that's I, – I reached out, well, I don't know, three weeks ago, something like that, mm-hmm. and they were still on the same schedule to build date. So that's that's good news. Yeah. So we had 10 more on top of the two that we have? So we were going to have 12 altogether? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Now we'll have seven. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: So you guys have been there. Is the Peterbilt factory a smaller factory than the Kenworth facility? Or is, do you, I mean. I
1: don't I, know. Chillicothe to Renton. I, to Denton? Or Denton, I mean. I, yeah. I think. I Denton's think, bigger. Really? God, I think I'd go with Chillicothe with that paint booth they had and all that, that they were adding out there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. They're both huge. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> yeah. That?
4: They're both huge, you know, mm. and it's just a supply, it's a supply chain Parts. thing. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we're supposed to have a phone call this afternoon with MHC because we have five more trucks on order. I mean, we're just continuing to order trucks, right? Because we can't get them. So yep. we're, we're having to get on this path of ordering and we don't even, we don't even know whether we need them, you know, and we're don't, we do not we do not know when we can get them everyone's really in a tizzy because the 2024 model is going to be another emissions step. Oh. oh dang. Yeah. Right. We're going right now. We are allowed 0.2 carbon, not 20% 0.2 carbon, right? So that's 2% carbon. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. No 0.2 is two tenths. Yeah. 1%. Right. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. So the next step, this is, this is mind boggling. We're going to be allowed point oh two. <laughs> two one hundredths. Right.
1: Yeah, the easy is, easy way I seen it the other day and it, the math doesn't quite work. But it is a ninety percent reduction from right here and right now. Yeah. So like when you say we're at, you know, two percent or whatever, a ninety percent reduction. Yeah. So it's that's zero. <laughs> yeah. You know, we gotta yeah, have, yeah. and that's I mean, what they're after is a zero emission. And everybody, you know, I interrupted you, Dave, but everybody's afraid that that truck won't run, Super Dave. Not yeah. run. They'll have all these bugs yeah. in it. And so nobody will want to order it.
4: Yeah, so now we're... Yeah, you There's think so the many... check engine lights are bad now. <laughs> yeah. <right>? There's so <laughs> many trucks we can't get right now, right, because of this, that, or the other. And, w- and what I'm trying to lead up to is the new price increase just for the 2023 models is it's off the charts. I mean, we're we're just shy of $200,000 now wow. for a new truck. It is, it is mind-boggling. And I kind of went round and round with MHC last Friday. And you know, I, I'm now we're in a time warp because I don't have the dates right. But anyway, no matter what the date was, I basically said, you guys, I went back and did some math. The trucks we bought two and a half years ago, 30 months ago, were $135,000. So they've went up sixty five thousand dollars in thirty months. That's a forty four percent increase. So then I, it, it really, <laughs> honestly, I'm just gonna throw it out. It pissed me off. I'm like, that's just not fair. It's it's not even rational to be paying that, right? So then I got even more upset because I sat down and I looked up Cars profit for first quarter, second quarter and third quarter
1: <laughs> of this year, you yeah, guys. Yeah, 2023. Yeah. The
4: first 3 quarters they're over 2 billion dollars in profit. Wow. 2 billion in profit. Yeah, and that's
1: not that wasn't sales.
4: Yeah. That's net. That's net. That's, yeah, net, that's net. That's profit. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, sounds right. like gouging. And, and I you know, I don't they're in business, right? If someone came in and said they were mad at what we made or something like that, it'd be like whatever dude it's none of your business you know so they're in business for themselves whatever the case may be right more power to them but man it's just hard to swallow when you're talking billions in profit and and we're sitting there going we we can't even raise our rates enough to cover that right you know will we get 50 percent back on the used trucks we're selling or or we need more now because fifty percent of a hundred thousand was only fifty grand that we were financing. Well fifty percent of two hundred thousand, now we're financing a hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. I mean the math doesn't work. It's it is not good. It's not good for anything. And yeah. matter of fact, I just saw an article this morning. It looks like Texas and Texas is trying to get as many more states as they can get connected, but they're going to file suit and tell the EPA that they've overstepped their bounds that it's it's not reasonable to try and make this next emissions bracket it's just not not feasible so honestly Jim and I don't know we don't know where we're at as far as buying trucks I mean we're we're seriously in a quandary it just seems and- it just seems out of control steel has come back down aluminum has come back down so yeah maybe there's no chips but I mean if those two items have come down other things have come down we understand there's going to be price increases and things go up every year, right? But come on, a 44% increase in 30 months? That's that's tough to swallow. Sounds like they've been talking to the insurance industry. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, it just it's just, it's it's difficult to navigate, you know. Gosh, obviously, you know, I guess from this podcast 2 weeks ago we had Dennis in here and he was asking about, you know, some of the things we've seen or, you know, how did you get through the oh eight, oh nine, ten, you know, era with all that stuff. And man, you try and look in that crystal ball and what are we looking at? We don't even know what to throw in there, right? Yeah. You know, we don't yeah. even know Uncharted what, territory. Yeah, right? what is gonna be an issue. Mm-hmm. So gosh, it's it's tough. It is definitely tough.
1: And the... I think, too, though, and just like me and you talk, Dave, is Super Dave, there may not be anything wrong with the 2024. I mean, we've been in an emission era for a good solid five years of the changes that they've made. Maybe they have a lot of bugs worked out. Maybe this next step is nothing. You know, me and Dave just read, or I read an article, and then Dave said he's seen the same thing with people talking about it. Eaton and another company have come out with an engine, is how I understood it, that runs on diesel but reburns our exhaust at such a hot temperature that it basically reduces the carbon to zero. So then we are a non-emitting company or a non-emitting truck, sure. you know? And, and the engine looked like nothing, like it was just this this little unit. And is is that around the corner, you know? It, it, are we, do we have nothing to worry about? So then, okay, why are we buying trucks already? Yeah. So.
4: Yeah, and then there's the price. I mean- I didn't even mention there's the price increase for 2023 that I mentioned. But then the 2024 price increase is going to go up substantially more because of the new emissions regulations. It's like, now it's almost, and I don't want to use the word threatened, but that's kind of how it feels. You're like, oh, you better get some 2023s because you're really not going to like the price of the 2024. (laughs) And it's like, well, Uh. dude, you can't even get us 2023s. And who wants to pay that? You know? Sure. So, I mean, it's it's clear the
2: 2024s will until, yeah. be well <coughs> over twenty twenty. Wait until you see the new DPF system on <laughs> the 2024s. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, it
4: looks like a mattress box <laughs> spring behind the cab or something stupid. Yeah.
1: And I know this, this podcast is going to come out the 16th, and we'll be talking about it. Election will be a, over a week over, you know, and whatever happens there. But I know the underlying consensus, whenever you talk to anybody – is that this a push to be green is just too much too soon you know when you talk about those prices all those prices are going to get passed right along to the consumer because there isn't a trucking company in the world that can't they can just eat those prices and those increases in their equipment and not pass them on to the consumer yeah. and then you, you it, and w- everything gets delivered on that truck right. so everything's going up again right. because this push for that green initiative, whatever goes on in the elections, I hope it was was good, which you guys are going to be listening to this <laughs> after we already know. But I just, you know, it's the thing about being better, but getting to better reasonably, not getting to better when none of it makes sense.
4: Well, all I can say is it's a good thing they're going to get the emissions down so low, Jim, you right. know, or, or you know, make that better for us because then we'll be able to trans right over to the electric truck because there won't be any diesel fuel
1: available.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole green initiative, it seems like the infrastructure wasn't built with scalability in mind. Like, yeah, no. you know, How are you going to charge all these cars? Where are they going to do it at? We talked about, you know, most gas stations have six to, to 12 pumps, you know, that take three minutes. But if it's going to take a car 20 minutes, like it's just, yeah.
1: Yeah, even if, you, even if you can envision that place with, I don't know, 10, 20 pumps, something like that. So 10, 20 station to charges. But we haven't, I mean, what a great point, Jim. I haven't even thought about those 20 stations that take 20, 40 minutes. So where's your, where's your yeah, right? you're just stacked up. Where right. do you ever go? You
0: right. know, and
4: that gets right back to what I've said. You have to be a homeowner to own an electric car. Right. You right. have to be. Otherwise, you have no place to charge it.
0: Yeah, imagine going to the the electric station and you know, blow blow a breaker over there. <laughs> too many cars trying to too many too many cars trying yeah. to charge right now. We can't yeah. handle it. it
2: so it's, I read a really interesting article uh, over the weekend. The, you might not have even noticed this or known anything about it, but the utility companies in the whole country are at odds and really battling with the fuel. Suppliers, and I don't mean like Exxon or mobile, I mean like Flying J. The, they are part of a consortium as well, the, the retailers. And uh, so the retailers are saying, hey, you know, people are going to be buying this uh, product or the electricity from us because they're going to be out driving around and they'll need to fuel up. And the electric companies have a monopoly. Uh, you know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, you have to use Excel Energy if you live here in Adams County. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, well, great. You know, you're going to put in your fueling station here, but you have to buy your electricity from us. And the fuel suppliers are saying, no, we, we shouldn't have to do that. They need to change the law.
4: And that's what's in court right now. Wow. So, like, I'm making it up, Dave. Like, the TA up the street, they could. Again, I'm making it. Put in some huge ass generator, while well, charging trucks, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. And the electric co- companies or the utilities they're they're sanctioned under a whole different rule. They are public utility companies.
4: Yeah, and I hadn't uh, even thought of that. It's a Dave. big
2: deal. They're in
4: court huh. right now over it. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I I mean I hadn't even until you said that it hadn't even crossed my mind because I just talking to Cliff, our trailer salesman, one of our trailer salesmen. He had mentioned uh, just yesterday when I spoke to him that uh, I think it was Fly and Jay was committing to putting in like a dozen charging areas throughout every one of their their truck stops. Yeah. And uh, I just thought, what what cost that has to be to them? But my point to it is, how do they buy electricity and know how much they sold? Mm. I mean, that's I guess that's obviously all in the the meter? Yeah, mm-hmm. is that in the converter or mm-hmm. whatever that would be, right? So they have to take today's mm-hmm. electricity costs, just like they're buying fuel, right? right? I'm making it up just for easy math. They're buying fuel for a buck and selling it for a buck fifty, mm-hmm. right? So they're buying a kilowatt or a gigawatt or whatever and sure. then and turn around selling it for extra. Yeah, X part of
2: this article was about you pump it. They just put in a big electric or working on putting in a big electric recharging station in Wellington, Colorado, because Wellington, it's right on I twenty five, but it's part of the Poudre Valley Energy Association and not Excel Energy. Oh wow! And if they had gone down south a little ways to Fort Collins, that's Excel Energy. Wow! And uh, they charge a different rate for the the amount of electricity that they sell. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea it was so complicated, but it's extremely.
1: Yeah, and like Dave was trying to get at too, like the you pump it and it's whatever the association that they're buying their their uh, electricity from you know they can't if they've spent all that money putting that deal in the charging station in they can't count on getting their money back from the food so you know the electricity cost two dollars a watt then that like you said dave they have to put something on top of that so now it's three dollars a watt yeah and yeah where how's that gonna work yeah
4: mind-boggling
1: who's, who's keeping track of that
4: right you know, yeah.
1: pretty soon I'm out of Watts. <laughs> oh, we'll all be out of Watts, Jim.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I just, the I've done that swim meet now, like three three years in a row out to California, out to Clovis, California there. And the hotel we stay at, there's a Costco. It backs right up to the highway. And then there's a Costco on the other side of the highway. So anytime we need anything, we obviously go over there. You know, we're buying all this massive amounts of water and Gatorade and stuff for the swim meets. But we also fill up the vans for the transportation for the kids. And I feel like I always get stuck on gas duty for some reason. And I'm the one taking all the vans over there to get gas. And you guys at that Costco, every time I'm there, there is a line. Mm. You're There's 75 cars in line to get gas. Because it's I mean, cheaper. They actually have a person on staff because the the pumps, the way they're set up, are three rows deep, not wide deep oh, yeah. so you can yeah. you can fill one car another car and another car they actually have an attendant sitting there so i'm making it up the third bay opens up and the car pulls around and then it blocks the other two in or vice versa so they have an attendant guiding you on no no you wait
0: hey, don't start the, pumping it. yeah
4: you wait 30 seconds let this guy finish that way we can pull three cars in instead of one car in yeah. in one minute or 30 seconds or whatever and yeah. hmm. could you imagine I mean, you're filling a car in minutes, right? Two minutes, three minutes, twenty or thirty minutes. Right? Yeah. But I mean, Dave, you've mentioned it so many times, and I love these conversations. Think of think of what people back in the 1900s thought of the automobile. You know, they had to think Henry Ford was crazy. His goal was to drive from New York to L.A. through the United States. It's like there's no gas. There was no roads, right? Right, I, you know, and that's, yeah, the roads came after. That's the why automobile. we have to be visionary, right? Mm-hmm. But you would think maybe we're we a a smarter society, or, mm. or maybe maybe not necessarily smarter. We have a little more education or knowledge about more things now than we did then, right? History repeats itself. We're doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw putting I saw, the cart before the horse. I saw it was a politically motivated meme.
2: Of course it will, <laughs>
0: but it said something like Thomas Edison used a candle while he was creating uh, electricity. You know, <laughs> Ford would ride a horse while he was creating a car. Sure. So just because they're still using it, yeah, you know, doesn't mean they don't believe in new science and technology right. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah.
4: Good point. Yeah. yeah. So there's also the flip side of that too, where Like NASA spent $5 million creating a pen that would write in outer space because there's no gravity. Right. And the Russians sent their astronauts up with a pencil. (laughs) I've heard that before. That's old. Yeah. But it's the fact, right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, we don't need to waste $5 million. Here's a a pack of pencils. Give them a sharpener, they'll be all right.
2: Yeah, those Russians also sent dogs up there, and they all died. (laughs) Made me mad. (laughs) And the one that went up there was a golden retriever, the very first one. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Yeah, and it died of panic, they said. (laughs) Died of panic. It did, yeah. Wow. Wow. That's what they said. Huh. That's crazy. Don't know how they'd figure that out, because there was nobody up there with them. But Right? Yeah.
0: I could see that.
1: Huh? A little stress test on the dog's heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a rough go of it. Yep. I saw a
0: hunting golden retriever joke earlier. I was trying to find it, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, safety topics. Thanksgiving is next week. Is it uh, if this one's coming out the 16th? Wow, yeah. Jim. Thanksgiving yeah, next we'll have, week.
1: We'll have one more uh, podcast, and
4: then the day after is Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, so just found but,
4: out
2: yesterday we're having Thanksgiving at our house. So, nice, <laughs> oh boy, <man>. right, right. <laughs> Better lots, get ready. Better yep. start
4: buying our stuff now. Yeah. I guess out. there's a turkey shortage, so mm. we should rush out and buy turkeys. Yeah. Cre- create a national mm. panic on that. Well,
2: they've oh, been yeah. talking about a butter sh- shortage, right? Oh, I, I heard that. That one, yeah, I heard yeah.
0: That one, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. We're sure yeah. On butter Yeah, no yeah, butter, butter so, for my turkey. So
1: uh, off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday then. Right after sweet, well, Coors is working. That's what I was going to get to. We we are running Coors, so the whole weekend. I think Linda. Mm -hmm. I did see that. So the week before this, it was putting out feelers for somebody to run the run the weekend. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, Safety related, though. Watch out for the crazy people on the road. Right. You want more. You want less speed and more space. There's a lot of people traveling. Uh, Just sucks to have a holiday to bring families together and then that's no tragedy, you know yeah, and, yeah we're going we're going to wyoming for thanksgiving um i don't know where i want to say just right up there cheyenne probably but yeah so we're going to go to wyoming and right away i was just thinking like oh we'll have to be careful
2: just for fun cool. or do you have family up there
0: ace ace's sister lives up oh, there. oh cool yeah very cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is cool i don't know um there's this new gun store not a new gun store but Gunworks is in Cody, Wyoming, and I'm all excited to try to get near that place. Cody mm-hmm. is
2: way north, Jan. Yeah. like Yellowstone cool. north.
0: So I'll probably... Cool. <laughs> I'll probably no,
2: I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be like an eight-hour drive from Cheyenne.
0: <laughs> I'm going to drop my wife off and then go, to, go to Cody. No, I'm excited. I'm excited to go to our sister's house and have Thanksgiving. We've had Thanksgiving at my house, I think, the last two years, so I'm ready to... yeah. Have yeah, aren't you else.
4: done by like ten o'clock? You had like Thanksgiving a breakfast brunch, last year, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: It's ten a.m. to go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
1: time <laughs> for <the> night. eggs. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the traffic, like you said, Jim, about traveling and that you, you know you're headed that way and have to be careful. I think that's what a big deal is for us to cut everybody a break. You see that out of town license plate, and that should be a, you know, something should go off in your head that that person probably isn't from here you know mm-hmm. uh, or maybe they they are but they're back and they're like oh my god did you look at this place change look at how that's changed Good and they're point, they're here to they're here to sightsee also and see the changes and you know they might they might you know not hold themselves in their lane just perfect and mm-hmm. you know they may not see that light change mm-hmm. and you know they may need off on that ramp and and you know instead of going down one more ramp yep. they they cut across in front of you all, all that stuff the holidays bring all sorts of different stuff and I, I guess I want to brag that you know we're part of the experience when they come here is hey whenever I go to Denver you know there's always those bright red trucks and they they're always awesome you know they always do a great job I always right. see them and letting stuff like people that over and let people over break. yeah because yep. there is nothing I know I know you know it's we've like, all driven enough and stuff to driven like out of town you mean yeah yeah, yeah and, and and it's hard yeah and people let you in or something like that but but same here when you let people in or you let just how nice that feeling is yeah when somebody does that
0: reminds me of coming back from nebraska seeing that uh one trucking company just saw yeah all just quarter mile following distance right just, yeah they were looking good yeah Yep. absolutely any other safety topics guys
1: yeah, I think with the just one more time on the on the holiday, you know, I know we're pre-recording this for the sixteenth, but remember that weather. I don't know what's headed at us in the next couple weeks here. Uh, remember being careful when we have. I know a couple weeks ago we had that Friday morning snow and slick out. We talked about. I guess it was that big wreck up on Sixth uh, Avenue, all those cars, and that that ice probably lasted what an hour. You guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was there and then it was gone. And uh, I guess nobody was seriously hurt. But again, you got to think about the traffic, got to think about the situation, that, that forethought of, because you're the professional, you, you, you've, you've gained a certain amount of experience driving around town. You know what to expect. You know what to see. Do the same thing when you're driving in that weather. Leave that space Getting out of here and getting that first load is nothing compared to leaving here, getting all the loads all day, and getting back. So,
0: like it. Yep. All right.
1: You, you had a deal
4: here on speed and space, Jam, and I know you like to throw out those those numbers as far as how much space you need for X amount of speed and <clears throat> following distance and all that. Do you remember those?
0: Absolutely. So, in regards to space, up to... 55 miles an hour, you want four seconds of following distance. And that could just vary in length what four seconds is. The faster you go, the bigger the four seconds is. As far as uh, the other space that you want, you want a 15-second eye lead time. That means you're looking 15 seconds up the road, seeing what's happening in your future, but also keeping that four-second following distance. Over 55 miles an hour, Add one second for every ten. So at sixty five miles an hour, you should have five seconds. At seventy five miles an hour, you should have six seconds of following distance. Hmm. Good good point. That is
4: that is a long distance too. Good. That is. Yeah. I mean I I toy with that every now and then driving mm-hmm. down the road and I'm like oh, I wonder what I'm at. One, two, oh yep, one Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi <laughs> three the sea. Right. That's a and long like, time. Oh, oh, didn't make it. Oh, didn't yeah. make it.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I talked about it a few podcasts ago when I was following the guys up I-25, and they had that nice space. And I'm like, whoa, I just need to back off. I need to yeah. have the same space. Yeah. Yeah, tough. Yeah. Yeah, and speed sure. kills. We mentioned it in last week's podcast. That's that old just being in a big hurry. You know, we had... Mike Bortz's accident just right out here in front a, a week ago. Because the lady you, was in a big hurry. Big hurry. If she would have just eased past Mike, she, she shouldn't have eased past Mike in the first place, but she would have been able to stop and go, oh, shit, he's turning. Yeah. You yeah. know, and hit the brakes. And yeah, She
2: she even commented, well, I think Jam asked her, why'd you go around him? Because I live right here.
4: Nah. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? She doesn't live right here or on this street. <laughs> Right, but she was in a hurry to get home. You know, All that's, the, that's something they talk about: how many accidents you have so close to home. So yeah. close to home, yeah. Because to me, I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. No, I. I they just talk about how many accidents you have that close to home and you're just, you're not focused. You're in yeah. a hurry. You mm-hmm. you know, your mind's on other things. You got to get home and feed the dog or the kids or whatever yeah. the case may be. And I was just going to mention, you know, in that video, Mike had his turn signal on. So she drove past the rear tail light on the trailer. She drove past the mid turn signal on the trailer. She drove past the one on the back of the tractor. She got to the one on the, uh, isn't there one on the fender, right? Mm-hmm. And then obviously when the truck heater she saw the one in the front I mean that's five blinking turn signal lights mm-hmm. on every side of our trucks and trailers and it's you know it's mind-boggling but listen we talk about it and implant these things in your heads so you're aware of it you're aware to look for that person you're aware to pay attention to that and to think of that and no one is helping that girl who's who's helping that girl be a better
1: driver no, nobody after yeah. she got her license she she
4: right? was I, I mean yeah I, I i wasn't here how old do you i know she you guys said her mom and dad were coming and her mom was here first and then her dad was mm-hmm. coming yeah by i mean
0: yeah one of one of her comments she's so not aware of how this works she's like you know i've never even had a speeding ticket i'm like okay that doesn't involve what it just happened but she just thought she was a great driver and she didn't do anything wrong and She's a, she's never had a ticket, so she's sure that she's not going to get ticketed on this. And yeah. Yeah.
4: So. But she was ticketed, right?
0: She was not.
4: Oh, yeah. What a drag.
0: The cop told Mike that it's her fault, but we're not giving her a citation. Oh. I'm like Mike. I was like, okay, well, that's cool, but I would have I would have fought for that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, to me, that felt like I don't have enough time. The cop wise. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know that I'm just
0: anytime and, and I'm not saying Mike did anything wrong because Mike's job isn't to fight tickets for not four you know, hours later yeah, too yeah, yeah. You know, but one thing I'd, I've i done and I did that. my wife was in an accident she got rear-ended totally the guy's fault the cop said it was her, the, the other driver's fault I'm like okay so what are you going to sign him for oh we're not going to sign him just the situation you know he, he couldn't get stopped I'm like my wife got stopped she didn't have anybody in front of her. He rear-ended her, so he was following too close. Right. He needs to be cited because when I go to insurance, he's like, it doesn't help insurance. I'm like, the heck it doesn't. Yeah. Right. So I was like, it helps me a lot. I do this for a living. Please give him a citation. He's like, for what? I'm like, I don't care, following too close. And he did. Nice. You know, so, so yeah, it does help.
1: Yeah, there, there's an advocate for yourself, you Yeah, know? You got right. to. Right. And you, and you know your situation, yeah. Yep. Yeah, boy, we talk
4: about that all the time,
1: don't we?
0: Yep. Same thing with our accidents. When I respond to an accident, and JR, I'm pretty sure, does the same. If we're not our fault, we want that other driver cited. You know, we don't have to. It's all about the approach with the cops. You can't tell the cop, well, oh, you need to cite them, you know. <laughs> right. just You know, hey, look, this is going to help us. You know, we're a big trucking company. Insurance companies look at us like we just got deep pockets, but this isn't our fault, and we would yeah. like proof.
1: Yeah, and we talked about it on on last week's podcast, Jim. That's uh, this is whether it's to that patrolman or not. It could, you know, in an accident situation, could be the same thing for a roadside stop or at the port. You know, we brought it up about knowing your ELD, having your the sticker on the side of your frame or on the gin pole. Um, your, your you know your annual inspection, knowing where your paperwork's at, having a clean cab. I know what. I assume we've pretty much done away with like a seatbelt ticket because Samsara should be screaming at you if you're not wearing your seat, your your seatbelt ticket or a seatbelt in, in that and not get a ticket for that. but cleanliness of your cab when that officer walks up to the door, all that kind of stuff. Have your know your know yourself, I
0: guess would be yeah. the best thing. Absolutely. Soup? you got a high road hauling for us? I do. Sweet.
2: Thank you. So, Linda asked me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the truth. She goes, Dave, do you ever reuse any of those? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Yeah, sure do. Um, so I'm gonna reuse one that kind of hit home to me. Uh, we did this one a couple years ago, so I'm sure nobody remembers it. But um, I recently lost my daughter's mother-in-law to a form of leukemia. And so I was just reading through these, um, these old ones that I had here, and I, I thought this one really struck a chord with me, and maybe it will with you as well. So um, this is uh, what's called um, What Almost Dying Taught Me About Living, and it's ep- excerpts from a TED Talk um, by Sulika Jawad. In 2011, at age 22, Ms. Jawad was diagnosed with leukemia, a cancer of the body's blood-forming tissues. The doctors gave her a 35% chance of long-term survival. She underwent four years of treatment, including a long hospital stay, chemo, and uh, a bone marrow transplant. As you can imagine, not only the illness, but the prospect of death changed her forever. When a person goes through a traumatic experience like this, people treat you differently. They say you're a hero, a warrior, and inspirational. The person has endured a journey that changes them forever, mentally as well as physically. However, this doesn't make them a hero. While in the hospital, Ms. Jawad wrote a column about her experience, and over the years, it was read by people all over the world. They sent her messages of all kinds, but mostly support. She heard from a teenage cancer patient in Florida a retired professor in Ohio, a death row inmate in Texas. Each had their own insight to her illness. When she emerged from that journey as survivor, her life had changed. She was no longer the person she was before diagnosis. Even though she was very lucky, she felt guilt, sadness, and suffered with PTSD. Being lost and unsure of her mission in life, she decided to go on a road trip of discovery. She embarked on a 15,000-mile journey around the country, not only to regroup but also to visit some of the people who were so supportive and say thank you to them. She stopped in Ohio to see the retired professor who urged her to open herself to uncertainty, to the possibilities of new love and loss. He incurred a debilitating illness when he was a young man and had no way of predicting how long he would live, but it didn't stop him from having a rewarding career and getting married. His grandfather, he is a grandfather now and recently celebrated his 50th wedding anniversary. In one of his letters, he wrote, meaning is not found in the material realm. It's not in dinner, jazz, cocktails, or conversation. Meaning is what's left when everything else is stripped away. She went to Texas and visited the death row inmate. He asked me, what did I do to pass all the time in the hospital? She said, I got really good at Scrabble. And he said, me too. He and his neighboring prisoners make board games out of paper and pass their plays through the meal slots, a testament to the incredible tenacity of the human spirit and our ability to adapt to any situation. Her last stop was in Florida with a teenage girl with cancer. Her, her name is Unique which is perfect. She is the most luminous and curious person you could ever meet. I asked her what she wants to do next. She said she wants to go to college and eat weird foods like octopus and go camping and visit me in New York. Ms. Jawad was in awe of her optimism. How could she be so full of plans for the future after what she had been through? Eudique showed her it was far better for your soul to live for the future and have hope than to live hemmed in by fear. Every single one of us will have our lives interrupted, whether it's by the shock of a diagnosis or some other kind of heartbreak or trauma. We need to find ways to live in the now, not with the body or mind we had before the trauma. Stop thinking that there is some perfect state of wellness or quit living in a constant state of dissatisfaction. Find that stripped down meaning in the love of family or the joy of a child's giggle or a clear blue sky after a storm remember it's the simple things that can fill your heart And the quote this week is it's not what you look at that matters it's what you see by Henry David Thoreau So pretty good.
1: yeah no that's a good one Dave I I, I do remember the do you remember that one yeah Dave yeah <laughs> just because of, of being on death's bed yeah you know, and, then, and then coming out and fighting what well, I, I tell that. you
2: you know the the stuff that Mary had to go through it's brutal. So she went through like two months or three months of chemo. And then so you get sick and it makes you sicker and sicker and sicker. And then I want to say like the week before she passed away, they said, hey, good news. We got the cancer. You're cancer free because they took another bone marrow transplant or biopsy. Hmm. I'm sorry. So she was to the point where she could have gotten the transplant but the chemo got her so ill; she died before she couldn't get better. Yeah, I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tough, tough choices when you come to all those treatments and stuff. When yeah, you, you know what you're going to do, and yet you know, me and you talked about it just last week. The you know, like with you yeah. and your eye and stuff, the amazing things they have out there.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I know I mentioned Danielle earlier because she's got a small tumor behind her eye and they're going to do radiation on it and just two quick hits of radiation should start to shrink the tumor and be cancer free you know as as far as that goes on on that spot and and uh they uh uh, i think the machine because i asked the doctor a couple of times to repeat it but it's a linear accelerator is what they're going to use to (laughs) isn't that that
2: what they use uh, to break atoms apart (laughs) right right
1: to do the the radiation and she went and had a a Mask poured it's like a piece of paper and they wet it and then they form it around her face and it's got all these little holes on it and stuff and and uh, But to start with even to do that mask they had to Strap her to the table and in the in her head and everything just so nothing moves and she said that was pretty freaky But then they were able to line the laser up, you know exactly pinpoint it for that spot so you know and no downtime supposedly super dave you know where you mentioned it makes mary sick no downtime mm-hmm. you know and that's amazing for somebody to be able to you know fight that fight cancer like that with a tumor and and no downtime and come back and be mm-hmm. get on with their life right yeah yeah big big stuff out there anymore
2: yeah i tell you one thing they talk about and the weird thing about cancer is every type of cancer is different mm-hmm. different kinds of cells it it attacks different types of tissue um so which is probably the main reason why there is no simple cure for cancer a- absolutely you, you know it's it's very complex and and uh, boy maybe someday they can say
4: they've got it yeah yeah absolutely wouldn't that be a great day yep yep if you won the lotto and could cash out 900 million would you trade it to make the world cancer free oh man in a heartbeat right
1: Right. Yeah, that seems...
4: Like it's not even a tough question to answer, no.
2: is it? No, right? Dave. Yeah.
1: Cancer-free. Yeah. Cancer-free. So you won the lotto, and you have enough money to make the world cancer-free. Done. Done. Or a- even, so it's going
2: to be, you're going to take home, like, whatever, seven nine <laughs> $900 million. Would you keep maybe five or ten of it to make sure you you and your family will be safe, and then donate $700 million of it to... You know, cancer yeah. res- research or yeah. something?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what you could do with that money, right, Dave? Right. You know, I know Dave's question is cancer, for cure cancer. Yeah. I guess that's where to give up that money. Cure cancer. I, you know, to donate and help somebody's life, I would be so... I would donate as much as I could mm-hmm. to help, you know, but... I, I still would have to take care of my family, I guess, yeah. if I was fortunate. But enough how much that. do you need to I, do that? I don't know. You
2: know, I mean, yeah. Elon Musk might say, "Well, you know, I need all of it, or whatever." You know, I have to buy Twitter for forty-four million. But <laughs> people like you and me were used to living normal lives, so a couple million bucks would be pretty yeah. outrageous. Make it make it pretty nice. Yep. Right, Dave. Yep. And then donate the rest to hopefully. Affect and save maybe millions of people.
0: Yeah. Well, so true. It's not 900 billion or million, but it is 100 bucks. <laughs> 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 you, right. you want to give the next 100 away, Jim?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we recheck the number because um, I i want to announce it this way just because it turned out kind of funny. But 0067. 0067. So that is the last four of your driver's license not the truck number wow zero, zero, 0067 is the the second winner for this week
0: oh, did i read that wrong <laughs> that's funny uh, never mind 0067 <laughs> <laughs> yep zero,
1: zero, 0067 you got final, it. Final. not as in truck number right yep, driver's not, license now. yeah i'm i'm messing with you guys yep
0: final thoughts everybody
1: uh, are we past my closing arguments? Did we get rid of all of that last week? <laughs> <laughs> final thoughts. Final I'll, thoughts. Final. I'll jump
4: in on my final thought. Go for it, Dave. I'm going to read a quote from Ronald Reagan, and it says, Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is as if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-fought lessons of how they, in their lifetime, must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like to be in America when men were free.
1: Have you ever seen that speech when they go back and do the clips out of the speech, Uh -uh. Dave? He's I know he was an actor so auditory wise he was he was well spoken. But you listen to him and when when he does some of those speeches it just gives me chills. Yeah. You know. And then he's speaking about the future that is just true today. You know, I mean he, he was a visionary or the people around him were visionaries to write his speeches and show him the future. Yeah. And we, we talk about that kind of stuff all the time when you know, I look up on stuff on Thomas Edison and, and what they were going back through clear then. And I think my, mm-hmm. my closing argument, <laughs> my, my final thoughts last week was the same thing. And my, my one today, Dave, follows so closely yours. It's from Thomas Paine. And if you guys don't know who Thomas Paine is, he was really famous for writing the book Common Sense, which helped fuel the American Revolution. So, you know, got started what, in the country we live in today, and many of his writings uh, is what formed the Declaration of Independence. So Tom, Thomas Paine. So nice. one, of the, one of the deals he has here is, I love the man that can smile in trouble, that can gather strength from distress, and grow brave with reflection tis the business of little minds to shrink but he whose heart is firm and whose conscience approves his conduct will pursue his principles unto death wow and i know mm. i know that's deep yeah. but you know the, the little bit you know man's conscious so i'm i'm with my conscience i'm approving the conduct conduct that i have every day you know, and that conduct will pursue my principles into death. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think that's, that's what, when you, when you hear somebody, you know, famous or you, you think well of that, you know, they think, you know, what do you, what do you want to be remembered for? And uh, kindness. You know, I remember, want to be remembered as a kind person. You know, that's, I guess that's some of the things that, you know when when Mick asked me and Dave, you know, what do you want to be remembered for? Who do you think will show up at your funeral? Stuff like that, and I, I hope they they remember us as as people with principles, and we tried to follow those with our company and our and our personal life. So
0: right, you know. awesome. Soup.
2: I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving coming up. And uh gets to spend it with friends and family and enjoy the fruits of their labor yep. and uh, lives the American dream on Thanksgiving.
0: Love that. I'm similar to you, soup. We've had a long year with some ups and downs, and some of us have had some personal victories or personal battles that we're fighting, but uh, we got some time off coming up and it's good to decompress, wash it off, and spend some time with your families and enjoy the holidays together. So, Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Say the creed here and get off to eating some turkey. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and we have one more podcast before that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think we'll talk about it several times. There's right, two
4: podcasts in, in, in front. Oh, like, man. Man, it's got us all screwed up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody's
4: going to be like, what? Wait, what are
0: they talking, are they about? talking about? You're
4: right. It's <laughs> 23rd. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. It's just yeah, it doesn't. It's all good.
2: Who knows?
0: You know what? We haven't yeah. we haven't recorded that one yet, so. Yeah. Maybe, Dave, I'm really looking forward to maybe we uh, won't.
4: New Year's, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can we do a New Year's podcast after this? I know we have a story to meeting, but maybe after the meeting we come yeah. back and do the Let's New do Year's. Let's do it
4: right one. now. Let's count down. Sweet. 10,
2: 9. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> No, well, well, I know why you're looking forward to New Year's because it's going to put you one year closer to the next election. <laughs> oh God!
0: <man. laughs> Whew. Man, I love politics. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, all right, let's hit the creed. Yeah. Together okay. we, together, we face, face and overcome all that stands before us. us. Together, together we, we are accident free. Together, together we, we joyfully, joyfully create
1: honest value for those we serve. Together, together we, we celebrate, celebrate our, differences our differences and respect, respect those, those with, with whom we work. Together, Together, we are accountable
2: for our words and our actions. And together, together, we are the J W family.
0: Man, I had a hard time with that one. I got confused. I need to eat. But see everybody next week.
1: (laughs) All right. right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Appreciate it.